You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. Okay, so we're gonna kick this off, Walter. Hey, Walter, I'm very, uh, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, we we've we've actually been meaning to branch out into the. Political, the the the, politi- the politi- political circles, the, the sphere, and the, no the, uh, no no politicians no have ever returned our no phone calls. No, no. very Who'd few, very few returned phone that calls. <laughs> a mostly comedy-based podcast just randomly cold calling <laughs> politicians wouldn't get more response. You know, there was a couple, there was a couple of you know unsolicited emails sent to the uh, the team of, <laughs> of Justin Trudeau mm-hmm. uh, again. No response. No bite. Nothing bad. No, uh, and I wrote it, and you know, I, I I put out, you know, wrote it in my most like sugary kind of. You just just go for it. Just just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Our, our guest is worried about his 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 mm. sip etiquette here. Obama, I I tweeted him constantly. Yeah. Like, be on the show. Be, I hope that now that his term is coming up, you know, maybe he'll say yes. Maybe he'll just be like. Because we'll I still up. think it'd be pretty cool to get Barack on, even if he's not the president. Yeah, exactly. That'd still be pretty cool. I want to do a, t- a two way podcast with uh, Barack and Bill. Barack and Bill. Yeah, exactly. Just, it, it's called it's called presidents on first name basis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Barack and Bill. Barack and Bill. <laughs> what about George? And, no. and George, sure. If he, I mean, if he wants to show up, I mean, it would be my first choice. But if he wanted, I mean, I wouldn't say no. Wouldn't senior, say no. senior, or junior. George has made that interesting uh, crossover into visual art. Into, yeah. That's true. That's right. Yeah. So, do you want to do you want to see who our guest is? Or do we just want to keep talking about politicians while he just chimes in? <laughs> I'm just the no name, the no exactly. name politician. In fact, I, I could be called the individual. The individual, the individual as in question. That's a cool name. The individual that's pretty cool. is in yeah, question. Yeah, the, is it, as hey, in the individual has re- resigned. Yeah. That, yeah. Exactly. The individual in question has resigned. Yeah. Uh, so, visual artist, performance artist, Chris Lloyd. Hello. Hello. Uh, you m- may have maybe have heard of his your exploits, possibly either from the. Possibly maybe. I think that it depends on how much you follow the news. It's. It happened. It's Canadian news that happened during the playoffs. So I think that a lot of people might not have heard of it. Yeah, it got <laughs> uh, the the the, fir- the story broke uh, the night the Canadians uh, lost. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. So Montrealers may not have heard of it. The rest of Canada, you guys might have. heard Oh, of it was in. It was. It was. I I saw more than one link to it on my on my Facebook feed. So that's a. So you know, that's that that that. It's true. It's true. It's true. It had it had legs. Unlike the Canadians. Oh, oh hey, wow! Oh, You're just sorry. going into this like a bad sorry. guy. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> are, um, you, are you? Are you? I, you I wearing, couldn't. I couldn't help it. You're wearing a hockey fine, shirt. Are you a hockey fan, or is that just? Pure I'm. Uh, I'm an. I'm a sometimes hockey fan, okay. and uh, and yeah, sure. I, I like that's uh, a subtle hockey the, shirt, though. Yeah, it's, a, it's it's it's. I found it at a Frenchie's in uh, Prince Edward Island. The CCCP versus Canada a couple in Tokyo. Summers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in like where's the seventy-seven, seventy-eight, seventy-seven, seventy. I don't know if that's real. <laughs> I don't even know Google if that, that had anything, any of it ever happened. It's definitely not like '72. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But I know that I know that post '72 they did a lot of, uh, like the CCCP would do a lot of these challenging NHL teams, challenging countries, and whatever. And they were these always these big spectacles of like just like watch us play hockey, and it was like this big political like part. It was like it was like a weird part of the Cold War. <laughs> That it was just like our hockey team beats everybody. Yeah, and it, was and it went on for the whole seventies. Yeah, exactly. It went on like all through the seventies. And, and we in Canada, we just we we focus on that one, that one series. Yeah, but that was the important one for us. Yeah, exactly for <laughs> us. Well, because that was the. But only Russia just kept going. Yeah, exactly. But that was the only time where Team Canada actually was fielded with the best players out of the NHL. Because like true. other times they would they would play against like the WHL and stuff, which was not same player caliber so it's like if they beat canada in subsequent matchups we were like ah but we weren't sending our best guys we did that in 72 and then they're just like they bailed but we don't even know if they won on this one or not I oh no no yeah. they might have they might have lost who do, who like knows? they absolutely might have tokyo lost. someone someone out there should google what is it tokyo tokyo 77 78 yeah anyway <laughs> um, 
Sorry, yeah, yeah. Walter zoned out on <laughs> I just, us. Uh, I'm, yeah, I just, I just. But well, to just to tie this into a t- I saw, into I saw a, t- a quarter uh, before and I package just it there. For a half yeah. hour. <clears throat> I do have a, actually yeah. a, another art project that involves uh, hockey. Crazy. Uh, where I adopt a persona that's called uh, Everyday Goalie. Mm-hmm. So if you Google Everyday Goalie, you'll find all my exploits there, which is where I put on a, a Team Canada, a traditional Team Canada hockey jersey right. and all the goalie gear, street hockey goalie gear. Right. Uh, but road instead of going stuff. into the streets, exactly, Road Warrior. <laughs> in fact, the mask is a Road Warrior mask, but it's decorated with uh, shredded letters, the Prime Minister. <laughs> right. And uh, I go into the Canadian wilderness or landscape or, uh. or uh, beaches, and uh, I perform as a goalie. In a kind of out of context, <laughs> what like, are you? Are you like stop, to stop are you stopping anything? Like, if if I have if I have anybody near near me, if there's actually like other living souls nearby, then I'll get them to throw a few uh, a, th- a few uh, street hockey balls at me. <laughs> it might be good if you, if you could just you. If I know as you said wilderness, so I guess it doesn't work. But if you just like st- like drew like a chalk crease somewhere and just tried to keep people out of your crease, you're just oh. like clearing them out. You're like, nope, nope, this is. <laughs> Just I, get out of here. <laughs> I, I've, I've had to do jabbing, that. Jabbing at people's shins with the big stick. I've had to, I've had to kind of push stick. people out of the frame, you know, <laughs> making a video <laughs> here. Because some, some wilderness spots in Canada uh, are actually quite busy. Um, I'd imagine. Uh, so if you're like so I've, done these, uh, I've done these performances at Peggy's Cove in yeah. Nova Scotia, uh, Banff National Park, in front of that, uh, that emerald green lake at uh, Lake Louise. Yeah, yeah. And that was the, cra- that was the most crowded. Mm-hmm. That's where I really had it. Everybody like, just walks in with their cameras already in their hands. Everyone like, wants to be in that spot, and <laughs> I and it took a while, but I claimed the spot, and I, I hung out there for a good 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> now, in the spot where every tourist wants to be photographed. Nice. Yeah. I, I, so think we've only, I think we've only sort of like tangentially alluded, alluded, alluded to, to, to what, so what's, what's going on <laughs> this, here. This could actually be really this good. We a, could we can talk nice, like, about preamble. all sorts of other things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we will. This is, we this will, is fun, worry. so this is not fine even, and dandy. Not even talk about the reason why you guys would have invited me here in the first place. We could. Let's set that up just for the benefit of the eight listeners we have. really, really interested for our seven listeners. Because he's here, right? Sorry, no, yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> um, number number three podcast as as voted by the populace. It's true, as voted by Montreal as our number three podcast. But yeah. number two was Serial, which I felt was cheating because uh. they're like from America, not they're local not, at all. Not no, in Montreal, local. they're not a local mm. podcast at all. Completely fooled everyone. Right. So <laughs> you've been writing letters to the prime minister for fourteen years, about fifteen. Fifteen years. Yeah. yeah this I read so, since like two thousand one, right? Well, since January 1st, 2001, on email, right. um, I did it for a year as a student project while I was uh, at NASCAD. Yeah. Okay. So you, and the I sad part about that, that figure is that in 15 years, there's only been three prime ministers, right? That is actually, and, that is actually and, sad. And one, and one of those prime ministers has had the lion's share of that 15 years. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when did it started? It was Chrétien, I guess. Yeah, you said that. Well, that, was that, that ended you really. That ended what? Two thousand. Chrétien uh, handed over uh, power to yeah. Paul Martin. To, in he's still my favorite. Uh, two thousand and four. Still, yeah, still love Chrétien. Still, still a Chrétien guy. Chrétien was very much a, a character, and I think probably had something to do with my the influence on me to to actually start sending these letters, mm-hmm. these very personal letters to uh, to a Quebecois. Prime Minister had this kind of like he he was a character. I ran into so, him at so a breakfast you, buffet basically once. Basically, was it kind of like so? Were you like instead of writing to like a diary or something, I'll just write to the Prime Minister exactly about like whatever happens to be going it on was in my mind right exactly. now. Exactly, it was, it was like children's kid. letters to God. Uh, kind except of. you weren't a child. Letters to Santa Claus. And nor were the letters <laughs> being sent to God. No, no. <laughs> but in this case, it was like Canadian God, aka. Jean Chrétien. It was. It was an. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, was t- it was going. It was thinking like, who would be the most important person that you don't really know these de- kind of details about in so, a country? So you're just like. It was like, like Anne Murray, uh, Prime Minister. Prime and Minister. <laughs> so and and from there, some, some hockey player. <laughs> and that went Jerry. on for literal. Now I uh, this this is a question before we go on. When I read things like that, like oh, like we spent 15 years writing a letter every single day to the Prime Minister. How how you know how strict were you about that? Would you like forget for a couple of days and then have to write like three letters in a day? Um, the f- yeah for the first uh, for the first few years I was really I was really into it. I'm go- okay. Right. So I was really <laughs> like I gotta write I gotta write I right. gotta write I would write it I know I would write some of the letters were really long. <laughs> okay. And um, and then I um, as 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 artists do we kind of were always like looking into new 
way new new forms of inspiration mm-hmm. uh research we're reading up on like uh, other artists and and i became really quite influenced uh, by an artist named Ankawara. Okay. Who passed away last fall? He's a Japanese American artist who did a. He's very famous for uh, doing date paintings. Uh, he would say, sorry, did you say date, date paintings, okay. but not online dating and not actually even physical dating. In fact, not dating, date, not dating in the way that you're thinking. Calendar Maybe dates. Dates, the date. Oh, the oh, date. It's like the fruit, like the dried no, fruit. No, no, he'd be like, this not, is my January twenty second. Exactly. There you go. And he would write a date. Uh, on a canvas, mm-hmm. and you would make a painting. They were called day paintings. So again, for since this is we're all just enmeshed in this Google date paintings, de- uh, Google uh, Ankawara. Sure, you'll 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 go way into this. Like this guy, <laughs> can we get a spelling like on that? Can we get a spell check on that? O N. O N. That's his first name, and Kawara. K a w a r a. That's how I would have spelled it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, and so he would make these date paintings. Uh, but if he didn't finish a painting by the end of the day, he'd destroy it. Wow. He'd be like, nope. Yep. That's didn't bad. finish. Chuck didn't it finish, out. and it, it would be going the garbage. I feel when like I read he had that, to take at least like you know <laughs> ten fifteen minutes to destroy the painting, and I feel like that ten fifteen minutes could have been spent blitzing the rest of the painting. You Maybe know? he just had like a bottle of gasoline or whatever <laughs> near like near the studio, and he's like, nope, no, on top, no, match, five no. seconds, done, <laughs> it's gone. Do you guys realize you have actually like tapped into something that's actually quite interesting? Is that it's just taken as a as a as a given that oh yeah, he destroyed it, but how he destroyed it? Yeah, how did he get rid of it? How was he sure that it was done? That would yeah. also be my favorite part of that whole yeah. process. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> did just... a, did anyone in New York, you know, between <laughs> between you know the 1970s and up until uh, you know, last year, go through his trash. You're right. You know, and find mm-hmm. the unfinished date painting. Weird, been, like, like bottom like, left corner that wasn't destroyed or whatever. Could have been like a Letterman bit, like just like throw them off the top of skyscrapers. Yeah, and they're stuff. like, mm-hmm. see what happens. Mm-hmm. Shoot them out. Yeah. So, so you, so you were doing that. So basically, oh, just to tie that, yeah, he's into not on Tie that into no, a concert. I said he was writing. He's writing. I'm writing. Basically, I realized, oh, it's okay. Like I went to a school that's very much framed in a in a rigorous conceptual art making approach. You set up rules. Plug school. NASCAD. N S C A D. Okay. U okay. now. They've added university to the Where's They need more letters. Like they NASCAD. need more nope. more NASCAD letters. U. Now it's called NASCAD U. <laughs> Where's that at? Uh where's NASCAD? Oh, it's in Halifax, okay. Nova Scotia. And um I realized, oh, well, uh, my project is set up it's t- t- it's completely linked to my life. My mm-hmm. daily life, and right. I talk about my daily life, and in your daily life, things come up. Right. So you might drink too much one night, and you just come home drunk, and you just can't write. Or mm-hmm. you do, and then you realize the next day that you've sent a letter that's full of sp- spelling mistakes and grammatical errors and swear words. And But would you not send those? Would you be like, oh, I was too drunk to send this one? Or would you be like, listen, well, now, Jean, now I'm that I'm drunk, <laughs> and this is happening whether you like it or not. I think about 10 or 12 years into the project, I just stopped writing drunk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> after, yeah. After 10 or 12 years of the occasional drunk letter going through, you're like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah, it wasn't funny anymore. <laughs> and no one was reading them anyway, so. <laughs> I don't even like texting when I'm drunk. Oh, oh, wait, sorry, who am I kidding? I love texting when I'm yeah, drunk. Yeah, but it's just you no don't one, like. No one else them. loves it, though. No. Yeah. Do you, like, do you, okay, like, do you, do you, it's, I guess it's safe to say that the Prime Minister probably didn't read them, but do you think that someone did? Like someone in the office? or? Oh, yeah, yeah. People in the office read them. Yeah, exactly. Like, so is that is that a thing? Like in it's Canada, will they, do they have to read all of them? Yeah, they read them. Yeah, yeah. And what kind of response are you getting to these, if ever? Uh, once in a while, I'll get a, a form letter. That's, hmm. It's pretty much the same letter. Thank you for your interest. Uh, yeah, the, the prime minister thanks you for writing. Uh, thank you for your uh, for your, for your interest. Uh, signed. Because we've Whatever. like. Did you get a sticker or anything? No stickers. No. no. Friends, friends of mine. A sticker would have been nice. And we like a star, <laughs> like a, yeah, a gold something. star, <laughs> a <laughs> pin perhaps. Yeah, uh, exactly. A little pin, being like, "This is your twenty thousandth letter." <laughs> <laughs> I haven't honestly. I, I I I take stock maybe once every three or four years now. Like yeah. where I actually add them up, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm at number I don't know two thousand nine hundred and eighty-seven. <laughs> I don't even know where I am now. I, I'm sure I've hit three thousand. Probably. Like I would yeah. feel that if you if you took two months off, 
every year, you'd still be past 3,000 by now in 15 years, right? Can you do math in your head that fast? Well, I can't. 10, ten I? times, I'd say two months off, 60. That's I made the math easy for myself. 10 times 300 would be 3,000. Get your calculators out, right? kids. And then that's, yeah. that's accounting for 65 days off a year, so you're doing yep. two months off every year. Yep. So that was so you're over you're five years over that. So Well there we go. Anyway, I was gonna say that my friends and I did something similar though not nearly as well thought out, which is we have an email thread back and forth, like there's maybe about ten or twelve of us. Then you put like your you know you can put a bunch of people in C C and mm-hmm. on an email. So we do that every day and oftentimes we'll like send over a hundred emails to each other. And every now and then when we'd find a celebrity or something's email address, we would just put them in the chain. <laughs> so subsequently send that celebrity like a hundred emails of just like the shit that we happen to be talking about while we're going at work, which is mostly just bitching about work or planning for like Did you hear back from anyone? Occasionally. The we heard back from uh author T J English who was like, I don't know who you people are, but <laughs> this, this is a lot of emails. <laughs> Please stop. Mm. Uh we got back, we, we sent it to someone uh, the the guy who played Tom Paris from Star Trek. Wow. His agent replied to us <laughs> to be like, Are wow. you trying to get his attention? Like is this a, some sort of a, like so mission accomplished <laughs> pretty much like it was like almost like do you guys want to talk to him and like is this like uh no. are you interested in his appearances or whatever I'm like what no like and but most of the time just ignored but i also i love the fact that it's like in one day we sent like a hundred emails to that address that's just us having a conversation that they like may or may not witness but you chris as opposed to keith here we're not just trying to be a total pain in the ass <laughs> that was not what I used to, I'm taking from 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 this I'm assuming this was not your your end game here. <laughs> no, the the letters dear PM don't d- never really had an end game because I, I I just haven't figured out what what the end game on that project could be. It's very much just it's it's tracking time. Right. And it's tracking my life. Right. And it's sharing that with someone uh, who happens to be the the prime minister of our country. Mm-hmm. Um, in about 2011, things turned a little bit, and that was. Uh, where the Harper government became a majority government, right? Someone say super majority. I, yeah, you could say an, you could <laughs> call it an uber majority. Uber, uber majority, perhaps some, with the umlauts. That's, I think I think when that happened, that's when I kind of gave up all hope. I was like, all right, well, this is happening now. That was uh, I'm going to check like, out till 2020. I think that like, was a very. That was, <laughs> there, it was not just a super majority or an uber majority or whatever you want to call for it. It was a majority government that not the actual majority voted for. Because of the left-wing vote split. <laughs> right. Oh, so it was yes. like 30% yeah. of the population wanted a conservative government, but they ended up with a majority was that, that was a.k.a. the dark side of the orange wave? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. exactly. The NDP walked away with way more votes than they had gotten, but the NDP and the liberals had a left-wing vote split, mm-hmm. and then the right wing was just like, 30%'s enough for the seat now. Yeah, and exactly. then you're like, what? Well, no, what's happening? <clears throat> welcome to uh, welcome to the advantages of first-past-the-post. Post. Yeah, exactly. Which clearly true. advantaged the <laughs> conservatives. <laughs> that, and that, that like, as as um, I as someone who didn't really grow up following politics, my family wasn't political or anything else like that. That was one of the things that, like, when I became aware of that's how like the riding system worked, I was like, "What is this?" I was like, "How does that make any sense that this group has a majority government when not the majority of everybody voted for them?" Now this exactly. very much to a certain now what, from what I've read this kind of became this it was this system itself that sort of became like the impetus for you, uh, behind mm-hmm. what you've been spending the last couple of years the last of four yeah. four and a half years <laughs> on so let's talk about that what happened around then so around then uh, after the you read an angry letter to the prime minister you were oh like, hey, yeah Steve. yeah we'd have to we'd have I'd have to go, <laughs> I'd have to go through my archives subject subject, subject line majority my ass yeah exactly yeah. well no this uh, just as an aside the subject headings are always uh, just whatever the the, 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 the top news stories sure, of sure. the day are Fair. Mm. in French and in English huh? since about nice. 2004 2005 <laughs> uh, since my move to Quebec. So, um, yeah, 2011, I'm a resident of Papineau. I see the conservative candidate finish fourth with barely 5%, not even 5% of the vote and about like 2,000 votes. So was it, it I guess, like liberal, NDP, probably it was block? Yeah, yeah block. liberal, NDP, block, and, and then the conservatives. Right. And then the Greens. And then the Greens. Okay. So and I thought, well, so here we are. We ha- we have a system that elects a majority government based on first past the post at thirty nine percent of the vote, mm-hmm. and 
at 60% uh, voter turnout. And we have this conservative candidate who is like practically invisible except for a few signs that did terrible. That was like, yeah, that, that was basically got a shellacking, like, like just got like, ref- it would be like, who, where do you ever talk about the fourth place candidate in, yeah. p- in Canadian politics? Never. Fourth you talk about who finished first, who, who becomes elected yeah. and who finished second. You don't even talk about third place. This, the I, candidate finished I, fourth. I feel like, I don't know if it was provincial or federal, but like, I feel like there was a major party. Like, like I might've been, I can't, I don't know if it was, it might've been the conservatives or something at one of the elections did not have someone like it was a major party. Didn't have someone in Cotonage, uh, NDG because again, it's going to, it's going to go left no matter what. And it was like one of the right wing parties just did not have representation. I think it was conservative might've been something else like back in the day might've been reform or something like way back, but it was just like, they just, that happens sometimes where they're just like, you know what? It's not even worth renting the little storefront <laughs> like to have this guy and put up posters. It's well, just, and that bail. could happen. And that was that was actually where my 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 field of inquiry actually led me. I was yeah. like, where? How do you choose a candidate? What? How do you how do you have a party that's so strong? Who's the dog on, for the on some level? And then yeah, and <laughs> and, and where, what are they doing on the local level? So I, I started. I looked into it, and and it just so happened that uh, later that year, or shortly following the. The election, the conservatives were having a national convention. Yeah. I think I emailed someone at, like, I don't know, info at conservative.ca or something. I mm. really don't know. I, 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 just, <laughs> I really, just. You're just Googling, like, how do I join the conservatives <laughs> well, officially? I, back, back note, I'd, I'd been a member since 2008. Okay. Um, in 2008, I joined all the political parties, and some of my memberships lapsed. Because they were only for a year, and with the conservatives, it was five years. Now, so I was still a member. What, I, I assume there's some sort of paperwork when you want to be a card-carrying member of a party. Yes. Uh, a what? Sorry. Card-carrying card card member of a party. There's some sort of paperwork, or something, uh, you or, fill out something, something online, and you give them some money. Is there no box that where you need to check? Um, where, where they ask you, are you, are a, member you a member of another of party? Another party? Uh, yes, there is. Uh, with the, in 2008, it was uh, it was most of the other parties, uh, okay. NDP and Greens, uh-huh. basically okay. said, uh, you know, by signing this form, you attest to the fact that you're not a member of any other. But you were like, party. I'm not yet because I'm mailing them all the same day, and then you <laughs> kind <laughs> of, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right was, now, no, but when I get all these responses, yeah, I will maybe. be. I will be. <laughs> um, and interestingly enough, in 2011, um, it actually wasn't part of. Uh, conservative policy, like you could be members of multiple parties. Really? Huh. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, but now that uh, they changed that, they called the Chris Lloyd. Well, they changed. They changed. <laughs> <it at> the, <laughs> they changed it at the 2011 uh, national convention of which uh, where I attended right. as a delegate for Papineau. It was held in Ottawa. Okay. So uh, and I, and in fact, you know, that's where the famous picture that's kind of like stormed the internet of, of yeah. myself, my daughter, yeah. who was about a year and a half uh, old at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, Stephen Harper, yeah. Prime Minister. That was taken at the. It, it is a good picture. It's a it's a staff photo. Okay. It was taken by the the PMO staff photographer. Sure. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> do you think? Do you, I'm not. I'm not saying that you brought your daughter. You know, to make that photo uh, <laughs> easier, <laughs> but do you think it helped? I think it helped. Okay, I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just, you know. Of course. Hey, babies. Walter, we need to find a kid. Yeah, we need to find <laughs> a hey, hey, I have nieces, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. you have adorable They're super nieces. cute. We yeah. could get pictures of the Prime Minister. We just join the Conservative Party, get yeah. pictures of the Prime Minister. Walk around Ottawa with infants. And, yeah, exactly. And see what It'll happens. happen. So you're there, and then you were like... I'd like well, to I was there. Papineau. Yeah, I met with... Uh, they put me into... They put me in contact with the local riding association. Mm-hmm. I met with some members. Uh, I, I asked them some questions. They asked me some questions, uh, and it turned out I was the only the only member in Papineau who was interested in going to the so convention. My I, to the I, guy, I, after the guy who plays fourth, you were the second person who identified with the Conservative Party in Papineau. Apparently, look, the candidate didn't even go. I, I, <laughs> I was the only one. I was exactly. the only one. They're like John, John, John's not even here. Listen, you're in, Chris. No, exactly. <laughs> So that was sort of began my like now, my progression, I guess, into the party. My as a, my question is is like at what point, like, were you there already? Because I mean, you you talked a little bit about the fact that there was like this was a persona that you've adopted. Were you there already in that persona, or was this something that you were developing on the go? Because I mean, it's something. Like, it's totally developing this on the fly. Okay. I mean, I'm assuming that while you're there, you're obvi- like you're kind of. 
you're, you're you got to start, I guess, talking a little bit conservative of and course, whatnot, but you to know not what? like arouse suspicion. Or do you know like, what you do? You just well, well, this is what I did anyway. I, I did it for about four and a half years. Is smile and not a lot. Exactly. Well, it's like improv, right? Like yes and. You just yeah. like accept you the, let, accept the, the suggestion and and expand on it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so you, I, uh, it could be viewed as being a good listener, right? Um, which I also am, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so just kind of like smiling and nodding and saying, "Oh, that's interesting. It's interesting your your views on ethical oil. That's that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's that's very interesting. Go I on. don't know about that. But <laughs> continue, please. Go on. Explain Tell me about to me this. How, how this is of course this really makes, helping. But of course. I mean, <laughs> why don't we just drill for all the oil we need here? Yeah. How yes, many more course. prisons? Well, as many as is necessary. <laughs> and you want to bring back the death penalty. <laughs> A thing like that. Well, that didn't come up. But it, <laughs> but it uh, two th- in, in, the, uh, in the 2011 convention, they did vote on a motion to make sure that every that you could only be a member of one right. political party. So was that at that point? Did you have to? Did you have to just stay as the card carrying conservative? And well, uh, yeah, I think at that point I just—I uh, mean, I'd already had a five-year membership. I think I was oh, only into year three at this point. So <laughs> I was like, well, okay, whatever. It doesn't affect me. I—I I, I still get mail from all the other parties, right. like, even when your membership lapses. Do they have like a Costco kind of system with the membership there? Um, I haven't looked into all of the other parties, but the the conservatives still have a deal on the five-year membership. Okay, right. I feel yeah. like once yeah. once you get once you get a membership to something, they don't stop. I've I've lived at my current house for coming up on a decade and I I still get mail for a former resident who was a Scientologist and I've sent them nonstop like because they 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 stuff your box they send multiple magazines a month they send Are you kidding me? Nope. How have you not passed this stuff on to me? I I got like Can I was I really excited it? about it at first. I'm like, "Look at all this Scientology literature and stuff." And, and then you get sick of it. And then you're just bored and then I'm like, "Stop. Return to sender. Does you know not what? live here." I, I I can tell you how that will stop. Cuz it and it's actually related to the project. So, uh uh briefly, uh I became president of the Writing Association in 2012. Right. Uh and also in that year, um or possibly in 2011, I had pledged uh, $500 to the Conservative Fund of Canada or the Conservative mm-hmm. Party, basically. Right. But I never paid them. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're like, no, but, no, no, no. <laughs> you you think that that's how it'll stop? No, hold on. Okay, let me, let okay, me finish. Okay, let go, me finish. Go, go, let me finish. So, so I was I'm getting excited. I was getting phone calls. Right. I was getting lots of letters, lots of letters telling me to. Uh, Pay. To, to pay, up. you know, pony yeah. up. You pledge five hundred dollars. Here's a form. Give us your visa, et cetera, et cetera. Not enough laps at the Terry Fox. So you don't and that, and whenever I would get called, I would say things like, "Oh, you know, my credit card. I put it in a brick of ice. It's in my freezer. I can't give you the number right now." <laughs> okay. That's actually a good strategy if yeah. you have a problem with your credit card. Freeze yeah, it? just freeze it. Put it in a block of ice, yeah. and you can't use it. You okay. don't have it with you. Fair. Anyway, um, <laughs> another side note. But I started. Uh, they would send a business reply envelopes. Okay. So I started making little wood burnings, little <laughs> kind of witty drawings, or bad drawings, because like handling a wood burning yeah, stick is right. actually difficult. Yeah, right? yeah. You, you, it's not like a pencil. It's like soldering a piece of wood. Exactly. Yeah. And I would uh, stick the business reply envelope to it, and I put it in the mail. Nice. So I thought, okay, well, here's their exp- the business reply envelope through Canada Post. You're assuming it's going to cost like you know fifty six cents, probably probably less. I don't yeah, know. yeah. But a two by four. Yeah, the postage probably won't cover the weight of the, the wood in question. Well, or it, I, like I don't know, I don't know where these things ever went. But shortly, <laughs> I only I only managed to I don't know I only managed so you were to do but it with the postal system as well. Well, either it, but why would the postal system suddenly magically make my request to finish my donation end? Good it point. ended. It ended. I only had a t- I did about twelve of these wood burnings. <laughs> And then Send all the all communication from the fundraising wing of the Conservative <laughs> Party ended, just what, stopped magically. What, now, what had your what what featured a a crayon drawing from your daughter? What was that? I read I read about that. Oh yes, that was on my application to become the candidate. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> so. So writing president since 2012. And I'm doing the books, and I'm, like, filling out the annual returns and making sure, like, everything's kosher with uh, Elections Canada. And mm-hmm. then uh, – and obviously, we're kind of getting closer and closer and closer to election year. And I'm expressing my interest in – I think I might run for the candidate, and I'm feeling it out within the members. And they're kind of like, sure, go for it. You know, if you want to do it, a lot of work, but, you know, 
It'd be great. <laughs> It'd be and great. Maybe we'll get more than four percent. Exactly. Well, the, <laughs> but the goal, of course, is like if you can get ten percent, you can get like sixty percent of your ex, uh, your expenses back. Whoa. Yeah. Well, that that's a f- that's a thing. That's Elections Canada. How so. much? How much do you need to get a hundred percent back? You don't ever get a hundred percent back. Damn it! Yeah. I was like, I was like, I feel like Walter and I are about to be in politics. You guys. <laughs> You guys are getting a bit late because, you know, a lot of candidates have been chosen already. Although I hear there's a vacancy in Papineau, Papineau. the conservative Papineau riding. I'm not a card-carrying member of any riding. You've got to be. You've got to become a member. This podcast is pretty popular. (laughs) (laughs) They might know what's up. So so they say yes. So, uh, well, then the nomination period opened Mm -hmm. and I had to uh, I had to get 25 signatures Mm -hmm. of card-carrying members in Papineau. And then how did uh, you do that? You how did I do that? I made like a lot of I made a phone calls. Well, I was I was the writing president, so I had access to the membership list. Oh, okay. And no, which well, anyone actually, uh, I, I think according to the rules, a, any member who is interested in becoming a, be, uh, becoming a candidate yeah. would simply ask and say, "Well, give me the membership list." They yeah, exactly. the membership list, and they go through and they try and, and get twenty five like of them. Four percent of the people did vote. Oh yeah, it there's, so there's, there's like only 25 of them. That's yeah, well, dividing. 20, so this, this required 25 signatures. 25 signatures. Yeah, this seems, this seems yeah. yeah, but it, but out of the the 2,000 people that voted conservative, I mean, they weren't all members. Right. right. I mean, how many of there's, there's there's statistics out there that show that because this is the other thing, it's hard to track because all the parties <laughs> keep secret how many people are in their membership. Right. Uh, so the number that's been that's been put out there is about two percent of of Canadian citizens. Are, are, are actually members like, I, of a I party. legitimately don't know any. Like, and if yeah, well, yeah, and if I do, I feel like they're probably over the age. But, th- but just think about this. Th- th- <laughs> just think about this. This is this is kind of what's th- that was behind, like that that led me to do all of this stuff back in 2011. Is that if you get two two percent of Canada are actually members of a political party, that means two percent of Canada are voting on policy within individual parties. Two percent of Canadian citizens are actually the only ones that are eligible to run for a party, right. and we only elect people that are representative of a party. Right. So how is that? Like this is this goes way beyond even proportional representation. We're talking about a select two percent of the population that's actually actively governing. But I guess our country. But I guess the idea. It doesn't even matter who you vote for. I guess yeah. the idea though is that it matters if you're a card carrier member. You can actually vote on party policy. Exactly. You so, shape party policy, and then you run, you field candidates based on your party policy. But right. as a as a, as you know you know Mister Mrs Everyday whatever yeah. tout le monde you want to call them. You're presented with a choice. You're presented with a party choice. You're not presented with individuals. It's it's literally like if you were to go, like, where is the best place to drink in Montreal? I've never been to a bar. (laughs) Where would you go? But I'm just going to say that place because I heard it was cool. The people in it know a lot more about if it's a cool bar or not because those people are actually there drinking. But you're like, you're in, in a way, as a voter, you're not at all involved in it's actually not in a, what's the best bar in Montreal. You could say, is it, yeah, it's not an informed uh, decision. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I've never been to a bar. I have no idea. So I really don't know what their policies, I don't know what what, uh, what, their, um, what the party policies are, what the votes were, what, what they're trying to decide. I just kind of have this idea of what they tell me after mm-hmm. what their idea is, and that's what I'm voting for. Right? Yeah. Exactly. It's terrifying, Walter. Let's stop voting. <laughs> Done. <laughs> okay. If we take away anything from this episode, it's let's stop no one voting. Vote. So you get the twenty-five signatures. Uh, yeah, and I filled out a lot of forms. I uh, <laughs> can imagine. I, like, I, that's I where I would get screwed. Cause I, I just filled can't out. Do I filled out the. I, I think I forget what year it was, but I was selected for like the full census, and I was like, "Oh boy, full census!" and did the full census, and that was a nightmare. I can only imagine that becoming an MP is way worse. Yeah, it's, it's multiple choice. There, it's actually, it's, there it was actually really checks, easy. It was yeah, you had stuff. to authorize. I had to authorize a lot of background checks, so I had no problem with that. I, I don't have a criminal record. That, uh, that that was my like, number one question coming into this is like, did they just not do one? Uh, well, they, I'm sure they sent the paperwork off to the agencies. Uh, like border security. It's like nothing, nothing criminal ceases. came back. But you, nothing I criminal. Like your political views may have been expressed. Well, this in is the, the part hundreds that, of thousands of letters that you wrote. This was the part the that was. Minister. Well, yeah, but this was the part that was kind of. This was the the interesting part for me is that I'm telling the prime minister about my 
kind of my plans. Right. As unformed as they are, but kind of that I was always looking at it as a kind of like, uh, well, I'm infiltrating your party because my political, my personal political views don't always coincide with that of the conservatives. Right. But with any of the parties, really. Like, I yeah. don't, I might have been card carrying members of all of them, but I kind of reject them all because I reject that, that kind of system. Right. But and I'm telling the prime minister of this, and of course, you know, the prime minister is not responding. And then I'm getting You're a closer. Member of his party. I'm a member of his party, and I'm deciding to run, and I'm filling out this application, and I'm I, I'm like, well, heck, I'm just going to throw in there that I write to the prime minister every day. It's an art project, and that and that basically, um, you know, I, I'll let them check it. <laughs> exactly. Like, here's my blog address. You know, yeah, yeah. this has got a whole bunch. It's got the wood burnings on it. <laughs> it's got the thirty billion dollar check on it. It's got a few choice uh, samples of uh, of letters uh, during the election. Yeah, it's it's, it's there. It's like the uh, the number four jets. The number goes like down. Like zeros are all crunched. In. Well, that <laughs> was the second check. Because the first one, I didn't even uh, leave myself enough room to make that many zeros. Cause, cause <laughs> who? <laughs> Who can write that? Who ever writes a check for thirty billion dollars? Ten zeros. Well, it was, who was the was the, the, uh, the the web comic, uh, the Perry Bible Fellowship? The guy that did that tried to start a Kickstarter for like a hundred trillion dollars because he was like, if we fund this Kickstarter, America's out of debt. <laughs> <laughs> was like, but he raised like nearly a hundred thousand dollars. Like he raised a lot of money, but it was like, ah, the Kickstarter didn't make a goal of uh, several trillion dollars no. to get America out of debt. <laughs> I don't think any of us are ever going to get out of debt. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, are we? Like, even if you're not in debt, are you in soon debt? My, if soon as my credit is? card thaws out, I'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. Are you? Are we all theoretically in debt because our country is in debt? No. Are you sure? No, that's not how that works. Are you positive? No, I'm fine. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so I, I bought a house. I'm in debt. Oh yeah. Yeah. So oh, there was your first mistake. So they run their they run their they run their Home background check. Seems eh? such a good idea at the time. <laughs> <laughs> they run their background check. They presumably don't check blogs, which I think is really really good because I say a lot of weird things on our blog and our podcast. Yeah. So I mean, I this is going to stop us. I have to give them okay. So I was also the writing president since 2012. So okay. I think like maybe they're just not that interested in like my project. Maybe like <laughs> maybe just because kind of like you know what, it's fine. It's all fine. Right. Or maybe they read, like, the first page, which didn't have anything, like, necessarily uh, – even ambiguous. I don't know. Maybe they just found it ambiguous. Hmm. I think that was – Maybe they were like – I could feel that there was probably somebody who was just sort of like – even if they saw something a little weird, they were like, well, it's better than nobody running – well, like, it's quite possible. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, they, 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 I don't think they would ever. I don't think they would ever expect to win Papineau yeah, exactly uh, and defeat Justin Trudeau. Like, yeah. just the numbers aren't there, so the, they they just know that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so then I became candidate, and I started like, I don't know, doing like pre-campaign type stuff and right. learning learning about uh, campaigning. <laughs> now, I read that the, the meetings or the Conservative Party meetings for Papineau were, were held out of a Tim Hortons. Sometimes they were, yes. With, can we, just, for, just for the sake of geography, can, we talk, can, can you mention specifically which Tim Hortons? Uh, why do you want to know? Just because I, 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 aren't, aren't they I'm, all? I'm trying to get same? my mind around the geography of the Papineau riding. Oh, like, it's where, a, like, where, where, where are we talking? We're talking of? like Jean Talon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's I'll, the clo- what closest metro? The north, uh, Jean Talon. There you go. Yeah. yeah right there you on. go. That's nice. the one. That's one of them. But there are also <laughs> there are actually many many uh, Tim Hortons in I'll Papineau. I'll <laughs> in the Papineau riding. Do you think there's, people there's occasionally some up in Jadi and went to the wrong? Tim Hortons? Uh, no, no, that was. That. I don't think there was ever a case oh, of thank, someone thank going God. to the wrong one. Okay, good. Yeah. So, at what point did it be like? Were when you when you were speaking as the first the writing leader, and now I pre- I presume like, like do people like look to you for like speeches and stuff? And did you like talk to people? And uh, yeah, we'd I would talk with people, and um, basically I would just say, well, I think we're gonna we're in, you know in. We're going to give Justin Trudeau a run for his money, yeah. and he's going to be in for a surprise, and it's it's going to be an exciting campaign. Right. Like, I, I, that's kind of all I would say. Right. I, I had to give a few impromptu speeches yeah. like at different events. Tim Hortons. Not at the Tim Hortons, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> other events. Right. Uh, so uh, so other they were just sort of like, come on up, Chris. And he's like, yeah. And, you're, and then you were just sort of like, Justin Trudeau you're messed going with down. the you're wrong guy. Down, yeah. And everyone's like, 
Yeah, there was a, there was a, <laughs> I think there was a fascination to you know meet the person who was like attempting this right. writing. And um, did you ever meet Justin Trudeau? Um, I've never met him, but in 2011, I saw him give a town hall debate. Okay, uh, and I also saw him at the uh, at my election or at my uh, voting booth. Mm. Or not my booth, because those are private. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes in, he's he like, He showed hey. up. But <laughs> like, Whoa, he, uh, Justin. He's like, who are you voting for, bud? He was, you know? uh, no, he came, he came swinging so through the, uh, the, the, the polling station. Okay. Uh, like shaking hands and kind of, you know, trying to drum up the vote or whatever. He was wearing a very shiny suit. Huh. Yeah. I don't think he would wear that suit in 2015. That 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 was almost too shiny. Was it like it was too shiny? Like it was the kind of suit that you don't wear after like 1999. Whoa! And so it was way too late to be wearing the suit. Yeah. Well, this was I don't know. It was like late May or something, mid May of uh, 2011, and he was wearing this suit that was just like it was like sparkly. Now, now, despite the satirical nature of your your membership in the you know the conservative party, uh, you, you have gone on record as saying that you're not. The biggest fan of, of Justin Trudeau. That's true. And is that a is that a policy thing? Is that a shiny suit thing? What's so the, it's what a mix of all sorts of things. But it was also a mostly nice, the suit that was what I'm hearing. From it this. was kind <laughs> of uh, it was kind of the suit. Yeah. Uh, kind of it was a nice area for me to kind of where, that over uh, can, with with what the conservatives want to do because they want to make sure that he doesn't become prime minister. So it was kind of like you could you could and I could get behind that because I also don't believe that he's a good choice. If okay. you want an alternative, so your, your if you, your if you want kind of overlapped with the conservatives, you can yes. focus on that without like just straight up being. Because I don't think I'm a, I'm, I'm not the type of person like I I'm an artist right. and I and I and I do a lot of possibly very weird things I know uh, that, in uh, my the, art. I know that throughout the uh, throughout uh, uh, you know uh, Prime Minister Harper's time in, in an office, they've been uh, very very friendly and nice to the artistic community of uh, of the country. Well, on the one hand, they have they've they've maintained a really high levels of funding to the Canada Council for the Arts, which is like an independent mm-hmm. arts length organization. They've also they've kind of shut down other kind of. I was I was being mostly facetious. Were you? I, 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 I was also. So this is where I was trying to. Basically, he's I, trying I, to be political. I'm also someone who I find a, I, I find it very difficult to lie. Right. Okay? <laughs> I find it difficult to be. Uh, so you're not dishonest, a sociopath. Dishonest. Yeah. I guess not. Uh, I mean, this would be good news to my uh, my family, my children, <laughs> my coworkers. That was enjoy another question. News. At any point, where people were like. Chris, what you doing? What are you, what are you up to <laughs> oh, right now? <laughs> oh, about the about the uh, the conservative. Yeah, exactly. Thing? <laughs> Especially since I became uh, acclaimed as a candidate, and yeah. once that was official, and I mean that period lasted like uh, three months, I guess. Okay. And yeah, there were uh, there were some people in my in my entourage or like <laughs> very, like friends of friends kind of thing that were trying to like I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, we're going to in stop fact, talking. I was getting these <laughs> I was getting these questions in the years up to it because I would tell people like, well, this is kind of my plan. I think I'm going to try. I'm going to make a run to become the candidate, and I think I have a good chance. I'm mm-hmm. the riding president, by the way, and the support is really low. So <laughs> I think I can I think I can get in there. But then people would be like, okay, and then what? And that was kind of always the that was always the question. I was kind of like, I don't know, because this is a durational art thing that's just unfolding through time, and it's affected by all sorts of different elements yeah. in real time. So what happened, of course, and then this this led to the whole media storm in my in my resignation was that I gave an artist talk at an artist run center in New Brunswick. So I was thinking I'm as far away from Papineau as you can possibly get, except being like maybe in Vancouver, mm-hmm. but. I was there. And there was, was an inside man. Yeah, there's an <laughs> you audience. Were the inside of, man, and there was an inside man there. There's, inside a, there's the 50, insider. You know, an artist artist run centers. They're they're very. They're like they they began as a parallel gallery movement in Canada in the right. 70s, and I felt that artist run centers were kind of like a parallel movement to the conservative party as it was in Papineau, which is underfunded and like with very limited support, but dedicated support, you know, right. people like right, right, right. artists are really into the thing and, and conservatives, small C conservatives like are into the thing. The people that are into it are exactly. really, into, really it. into it. Right. And so I had like 15 or 16 people at my artist talk and I was talking about the entire Dear PM project right. and I was speaking in a super casual motion or in a super casual way. And the, the quote that got, jumped on by the CBC 
was the uh, the mess with your party. The verbatim was... nature of that quote, by the way, is hysterical. It's it's like, ridiculous. Well, I, I, I'll, uh, my day job, <laughs> I, I write for a newspaper as my day job. Your J dub as my J dub, yeah, and as uh, and and I. I would, I don't know that I would have ever quoted something that way I, that I would ever that I would have ever used a direct quote because there's a couple of likes in there and <laughs> it's like there's like every time I read it this it's very this funny. this came at about the midway point this, this came actually at the end of the artist talk and I'd opened it up to questions and the journalist who is a student so is a student of <sighs> journalism asked this question where and I was some somewhat taken out of context because I was talking about how I was writing to the Prime Minister all this time and telling him about what I could do, what I might not do, how I don't really know what I'm doing. And so I was saying I could I could be just messing with your party, basically. Mm-hmm. But he quoted me verbatim. He shared the tapes with CBC. CBC were like, we love this story. And I spoke to them briefly and I said, look, you know – this might be a better story if you just sat on it for a couple of months and waited till the election. <laughs> Don't you think? And they were like, no, oh, we're going to run with it. And they, like, but think about how funny it will be. Just think about, <laughs> just think about how much better this would be. Yeah, like exactly. the, how much more interesting, how much more embedded I would be, how much more complicated it would be come, for me, come and on, how CBC. much more interesting. Yeah. What, so, what have the conservatives done for you lately? Like? Nothing. And <laughs> yeah, I'm also, I get mail from them too, you know, the Save the CBC and Friends of CBC. Like, how about you save my campaign, CBC? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for, uh, you know, deep-sixing my campaign, CBC. Exactly. Wow. So you got some short-term gain, and that was last week's story, and now Real good investigative journalism. You Googled my name and found my blog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what you did. There's going to be one of the uh, the W five on you next. That's actually been that's actually been very that's that's been a running gag. (laughs) (laughs) But everyone for last week is like, what do you mean they like dug it up or they've investigative team of three people have found that yeah what was out there all along? Yeah, it was there the whole time. There the whole time. That's you need to have like a really like big like thing being like it was right in front of you. The whole time, CBC. Look at what government cuts have done to your organization. This has become your investigative journalism. And I'd already, Google. And I'd already, I'd already given a, an interview that uh, that ran in a newspaper in New Brunswick <laughs> shortly after uh, my sh- shortly after my candidacy had been uh, had been announced. So I have, I have, a, I have a, a real quick question, which was like, in the like craziest of all outcomes, you beat Justin Trudeau. Your name is on the news, and that would be a mega story. Like, what then? Like, now that you're, like, I guess removed from it, you resigned at the candidacy, like, now that you can, like, think, like, it's not going to happen, what would you, what would what would be the plan? Like, Well, I think now, I think um, I'm going to continue running, but as an independent. As an independent? Yeah. So you can still be Justin. Um, I don't think I can be de- Justin, but... Um, don't be hard on yourself. I won't be hard on myself. <laughs> I would, uh, but again, we have a pl- we have a system that's kind of stacked against independents. Right. Independents don't get elected in general elections. Uh, independents in Canada become independents because they've already run with a party, and then they and then they defect. Yeah, exactly. Then they become. Um, so I think I would like to just bring as much attention to the, our electoral process as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to point out that he's he's not undefeatable. Mm-hmm. It might not be me that does it. It might not be the other independent candidates that does it. It might not be the Marxist-Leninist candidate that does it, or the Pirate Party, or any of the Green Party. But I mean, the NDP finished second in the last yeah. election. Basically, in our system, the f- the person who gets the most votes wins. Right. So. It's you know we talk we can talk about vote splitting we can talk about all sorts of things but it's basically at the end of the day it just needs to be the person who gets the most votes. Yeah, I've I've one last question. <laughs> that There's so many questions. Yeah, I know we have so many questions that were coming up. Um, you're from Halifax. I am. Uh, Picnic Face is from Halifax, and I can't remember the name of the guy, but the guy who's running for Senate. Oh yeah, I mean, it's just funny because I just spoke to Mark McKinney about this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've heard about this. Mark McKinney is backing um, the other guy I'm from Picnic get his name. Face. That isn't. Yeah, look this up. Mark McKinney is backing from the Kids guy in the that Hall. was uh, from Kids in the Hall. Was is backing uh, one of the cast members from Picnic Face. In a in a like a mock Senate election, so they're going to hold their own Senate election because because of the non democratic Scott Ruman, yeah, because of the non democratic nature of the okay. whole of the yeah. Senate, and so so they want to have uh, a populist elect someone. Scott into the Scott Ruman has selected the 
three senators with the lowest approval rating in Canada and is like, we're going to set up a website. We're going to let Canada vote. If I beat any of you, I will willingly take your place in the Senate because the Senate should arguably also be elected democratically instead of appointed by the governor general at the like suggestion of the prime minister. So the prime minister basically gets to stack a whole separate house with it's, his suggestion. It's, it's, it's a crazy thing. And he thing. suggests the people, like, like his like best buds. old people that have donated like a bunch exactly. of money. His best <laughs> friends like, who couldn't get votes, he or, puts in the Senate. <laughs> like, but yeah, so yeah, Scott Ruman, who also, he has a political science degree even. So he's like, he's not even completely off base. I like that you just said he has a political science degree. Even. even. Like, no, I'm just saying, it's like he's not... It's I not. only have a BFA. No, but I'm just saying, I don't think that, uh, like, Pamela Wallen has any sort of degree, or Mike she Duffy. Probably, probably do. Uh, do they? I got a minor I've... in poli sci, bud. Uh, Jacques Demare is a senator. Well, well he was a hottie coach. Jacques Demare, for God's sake. <laughs> no, but that's, hey, that's, hey, that's hey, what I'm saying. I'm not, saying, I'm saying uh, like, there are members of the Senate don't, I feel, even have political have science degrees. Or, or qualifications. Or qualifications. Because have, really, what do CBC you... CBC newscasters and hockey players in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so he's running against three senators to just completely, like, just to, again, go in a bit of, I think, a performance art piece to just point out how completely goofy yeah. the Senate nomination is. that are. sort of, like, part and parcel with, like, sort of... But I also think that it's com- weird that it comes from Halifax, which I think is the heart of political descent of Canada. Yes. True or false? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have to... Re- uh, I mean... There is the art college there, which, I mean, if anything, fosters a kind of critical thought and a kind of engagement as well. I right. mean, I became very active um, as a student there. But I think these kind of – these kind of I don't know if you could even name a specific place. I think really there's there's ground currents. There's mm-hmm. If you want to borrow a term from the conservatives, even like grassroots. Right. I want to talk about who the grassroots are. They're not necessarily members of political parties or these old bloated kind of political parties, not even necessarily the NDP. They're, they're the disenfranchised. They're the people that don't vote. They're the youth. They're the, yeah. they're the, there's just people that just don't feel like they're reflected at all in our electoral system. That's the real grassroots. No one's tapping into them. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and, and here in Quebec, we have like activists and uh, protesters and, uh, you know, yeah. people out there banging their pots and pans next. They're <laughs> just, like they're not necessarily reflected either. Yeah. So yeah. there needs to be, yeah, there needs to be more of these kind of like these kind of elaborate displays of dissent against our system. And if it's like poking fun at the Senate, which, I mean, how can that even, how can that bloated kind of system even still exist? Pretty awful. It's yeah. terrible. No, and, and in fact, no, none of the parties like it, but the, the, the conservatives are using it to, to their advantage because it's enshrined in law. And so, of course, it just makes sense if you're in a majority situation and you want to pass your bills as fast as possible, you stack the Senate so that you have a majority in the Senate as yeah, well. Exactly. And then so you pass things like, you know, C-51. Yeah, exactly. But you even ignore your own backbencher, your own conservative member yeah. who's trying to pass a watered-down law about accountability Ability, yes. That's just going to die on the books yeah. because they're going to go on vacation after like 25 working days here <laughs> uh, later like, this let's summer. Let's get 51 and, and then just go to the lake. This is yeah. possibly the most depressing podcast I've ever I'm heard. sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. no, just like just, like, just <laughs> talking about this. I'm like, oh, good. God, this is where uh, we live. And, it, and, it, uh, and, it, and it, you know, if, if we don't have like a big change, if there isn't no change in like October – yeah, it's like we're well, half we're half. Close. Well, and I mean, and this is I think I honestly don't see how there can be at this point. Like, I well, don't... there can there can be. I mean, there there even within the limited first past the post system, it's there there can be room for change. Well, did you have you seen have you seen the poll results where they did uh, there was a someone did a national poll like early 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 polling like a thousand two thousand people and it was like it was like thirty four percent. 32% and 33% across the three major parties. And then they're like, has a standard deviation of 2%. And I was like, yeah, it's anyone's game. You've just said that it's 33, 33, 33 with your standard deviations. And it's like, I was like, so based on that, it really like really is based on the NDP winning provincially in Alberta, which is like a crazy thing that happened because the conservatives had been in, 40 years, 40 consecutive years of more provincial than 40 power, years, more yeah. than 40. I honestly thought that the Duffy thing, though, would, would sort of, like, would help to turn people against the – but it's it's getting so buried and nobody seems to really care about it. Well, it's but. not exciting. 
It's 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 they're delving through how many pages of paperwork. They're basically like illustrating what the Senate does, which yeah. is like go through like pages and pages and pages of paperwork and, and about procedures and about what's what's yeah. what's accepted and what's not. I mean, everyone can accept that I think in a job mm-hmm. you can have certain expenses. Right. I think everyone who works has like some sort of yeah. benefits. I don't think work. that anybody who's ever had like a corporate, this is what this a is. corporate this is, expense account has kind of been like and I put a few drinks This is on dragging it. someone's cor- like their the rules that they were told and sure there could be lots of falsehoods this is one this is a minor thing yeah. compared to like a lot of the other nasty and nefarious yeah. things that that this government could potentially be held accountable to but won't be because there's no mechanism to actually hold <laughs> anyone accountable to yeah. these that is a sad so truth with where you are at now <laughs> for on a personal level and both with what and the end because it has this has generated some media coverage Oh yeah, CBC, prominent, prominent, prominent media coverage. It has. Um, are you okay with the way this turned out? Um, I know I, it's still. I know it's still kind of turning out. It's, it's still, still happening. Yeah. So it's still happening. Um, I'm. I'm happy with. Uh, I'm happy that it's enabled uh, this discussion, whether it be about our electoral process or about the role of art in society or what yeah. art can actually encompass. That I'm interested in. I'm disappointed that obviously it happened so soon because I think it would have been a much stronger platform during the election. Right. Um, but that's kind of why I decided I think I'm just going to stay in it um, as an independent and continue it right did you through. Get, did you get posters of yourself like with the conservative logo and you're just going to slap something Not else yet. on? Not yet. Luckily, luckily so I hadn't. still get the posters of like independent. Exactly. I, haven't, I hadn't gone that far. Nice. I hadn't, Do you think I you can count on the conservatives to vote for you? I the 4%. don't <laughs> <laughs> think so. Really make a lot of sense. But those meetings at Tim Hortons, maybe like he won them over. But um, how much money did you personally spend on Timbits? That's what I. Mean. <laughs> what was None, the Timbit budget? No Timbit. No Timbit. No Timbit budget. No. Okay. no. Well, well we, we, we've gone way. We're not way over. What are we? We're, we're at fifty-five. We need to hit five questions. We do a five-question segment. Do you want to do that? Yes, Fire them up. It's going to happen. It's All three right. questions that are the same question to every guest. Then it's a question to you from our last guest. Okay. And then, which didn't know it was going to be you. And then also, then the fifth question is what question you'd like to ask to our future guest who we don't know who it is yet. Okay. So just kind of have that in the back of your head. Then we'll wrap okay. it up. And, and if you'd like to plug something. Well, the, cool, the voting votes like in October. The, that's, well, yeah, well, yeah that, voting. That's, plug, that's, plug that's a given. Election. I mean, he has other artistic go things plug, that he can post. Go out. plug the federal go, election. If you live in the Papano riding, go out and vote. <laughs> rock the vote. This is the Rock the Vote podcast. <laughs> Get out so the early. Um, all right. Okay, first question. Uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? An astronaut. An astronaut? Yes. What, was there any, well, uh, like a real astronaut or like a sci-fi astronaut? Like an astronaut in our world or were you like Star Trek? No, I think I think real. I wanted like to like Cape explore explore Canaveral. other planets and space and just you start sending like wood burnings of the solar system to NASA. I'm, it's an idea. I don't think that will get me anywhere. It but might though. Yeah, maybe it'll. Well, we're getting close. Maybe I could redesign their logo. Maybe it's kind of a terrible logo. on a piece of wood. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, we're also we're getting to the point where they're talking about sending civilians into space. Like, that's going to happen in our lifetime, I think. So well, civilians, civilians have gone into As a punishment, they're going to settle the moon like they did Australia. Yeah, oh, like, exactly. in the, like in the Superman movie. We're going to just, like, stick you on, a, like, a vinyl, a vinyl uh, disc. <laughs> exactly. Make you two-dimensional, two-dimensional and shoot you into space. Just like Zod. Yeah, the Zod. They'll call it the Zod sentence. That could kind of be the worst punishment ever. As a kid, I thought that was really harsh. Question dose. Do it, Keith. What? I almost went to our old question. Hang on, I drew a blank on that. Fashion choice. Yes, that's the one. I almost did what's your, uh, something else. What was the worst fashion choice you've ever made? I uh, once wore a suit. (coughs) Shiny suits. No. (laughs) uh, The summer that I met my wife, Mm -hmm. uh, I had two fashion choices that were terrible. I was wearing a pair of sandals that had like inch thick, long, like inch thick soles. Huh. They're very, just like, platform chunky, sandals. Chunky, Super chunky, chunky sandals. kind of like uniformly platform sandals uh-huh. and uh, tap dancing shoes. Both, eh? And you mix them up. Well, not like at the same one, time. No, sandals. no, no. Day two, the, tap the shoes. And you're like, the shoes why were... are you marrying me? Could you tap dance? <laughs> could you tap dance? I could not tap dance. Okay. Anyway. No, no. Right. But everyone could hear you coming. Like, they were kind of like dress shoes. They had a nice dressy look to them. But, yeah, I'd taken the taps out. Oh, I'd taken those little things. So I wasn't tap tap. Did you like at a thrift store or something? Uh, they were given to me. Okay. By yeah. a tap dancer? Uh, no, by uh, someone I worked with who was trying to seduce me. Fair enough. Hmm. Yeah. And that was 
Did it work? Whole other. Episode. No, it didn't work. That okay. was. A whole, I, I could fill another episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming up next week will be um, question number three, and this is this is really important that to, like the first name that pops into your head. So don't overthink it. Uh, who is the best person ever? Uh, Gandhi. Oh, he went Gandhi. Shit, sorry. That's I, cool. No, it's cool. Do you know what? You, uh, I just get. I, you can't when overthink you, it. If we went Gandhi, no, exactly. Gandhi, but right? but you but you gave me an in when you said don't overthink this in the first. And then I was like, I gotta think of someone. And I, and I thought of Mick Jagger. Okay. Uh, Mick but uh, but then when you asked the question, Damn, I was it's like, always either I, I could don't. not. I could not say Mick Jagger. You could, no. But and honestly, like a Gandhi, like he could could you really not like he? Yeah, no. I, I'm it's, not going to defend it's a, it's him. A gr- I don't it's even. A great answer. I have, I have nowhere. Have to we gotten Gandhi before? I don't think we've actually no. gotten Gandhi no. before. No. But like no. one of the reasons to not overthink it is because if you think about it, you'll land on Gandhi. You'll not, yeah. <laughs> like if you th- put any thought into yeah. it, you land it's on Gandhi. It's, it's hard to it's hard to spin answer. him into Points. a into a comedy though. Although uh, interestingly enough, if you could, uh, I mean, on Facebook, uh, there's this video circulating about Gandhi uh, doing yoga. Mm-hmm. So that's actually quite funny. So I'm sure if you were to YouTube cool search uh, Gandhi doing yoga or Gandhi at a yoga class or whatever, where he kind of he gets told he gets told like how to do yoga, <laughs> gets schooled. He gets schooled. Uh, fourth question. I was really hoping you were to say Preston Manning. By the way, but that's fine. <laughs> Good political figure yeah. for Canada, and uh, and I and I would place him higher than Stephen Harper. Think about that. I'm digging my. I am digging my grave in the uh, conservative We should get Preston for no apparent reason. We'll we'll get Preston Manning on. Okay, you guys have what? One more question. One more question, and then a question from you, and then we're done. And then they're done. Wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. You're done in five. Less than five. You're such an interesting person. Amy Blackmore. Only yourself to blame. Amy Blackmore, director of the Fringe Festival, Montreal's Fringe Festival. She wants to know what is the most disgusting drink combo you've ever had um <clears throat> i once uh, drank a combo of uh mihito mm-hmm. uh with red wine oh. Oh. Yeah. How that, did it stay down uh I, I i tasted it and then i uh and then i quickly took the blender away from the drunk person who was preparing uh, i got this don't worry chris <laughs> it's just like shit that's exactly how it happened <laughs> Damn it. Don't worry, it's gonna be delicious. Damn it, Preston, who told you you could work bar? God mm. damn it, Preston! <laughs> oh goodness! So now it's my turn. Flip to have the question. tables and ask a question to our. Mm. Don't don't feel limited by anything. We've had the craziest questions and uh, all over the place. So, uh, well, I'm gonna keep it super simple, mm-hmm. super direct, uh, and somewhat linked to our discussion today. But who are you gonna vote for in the next federal election? Hmm. And if Pers- they don't know their local writing member, because I'll be like, then you're not voting because you don't vote for. Oh, you, you, don't don't vote you, don't, you don't vote for a prime minister in Canada. You vote for a representative of your riding. How, can I have a two part question? Yes. Okay. Maybe it can be. Yes, you can. What riding is what federal riding association do you live in? Right. What electoral <laughs> district do you live in? You don't know what kind <laughs> of guests we have on. No who are you going to vote for? <laughs> this, they're going to be so right. perplexed. Someone, <laughs> someone's going to be very perplexed. We frequently have professional wrestlers on this podcast. <laughs> I don't want to speak ill of, of, of the, the pro of wrestlers. The profession of wrestling. Yeah, but. All right, so we're going to wrap it up, Chris. Uh, I mean, obviously, we, we've already talked a little bit about Everyday Goalie, I suppose, which is a thing you watch. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, letters, that's to the, letters to the PM. Yeah. Vote in October for <laughs> yeah, especially the, for the uh, Vote, yeah, I guess, in general. And is this all going to come together? Like, is there going to be a... a uh, uh, for lack of a better word, a vernissage. There's going to be a, there's going to be art events held in uh, in October. Okay. Uh, Viva Art uh, Festival is happening. It's a biennial of uh, performance art that's mm-hmm. happening in the early uh, weeks of October. Where's that going to be? Uh, I I don't know. All right. Very good. <laughs> Sorry. Good in plug. Montreal or? It's in Montreal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've changed <laughs> locations. They used to be in the uh, the Bang Saint Michel up okay. in uh, Milan yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for like six years, and now they've changed locations. The the pool is unavailable if people want to track your political goings on yeah dear pm uh, blogspot.ca is good okay dear pm at twitter uh also just a note there's another independent candidate who's an artist who's running in can in papineau her name is kim waldron mm-hmm. so uh we're planning to do some uh, some debates um there's going to be real debates there's going to be art debates there's going to be uh, like a lot of stuff we mentioned earlier papineau. that we know some professional wrestlers would you and kim waldron want to get in the ring um, we can maybe make that happen. That's maybe. all I'm saying. <laughs> Only if there's mud. Hey, we could still maybe make that. 
okay. that is not outside of the realm of possibility. <laughs> and so, like, do we, are we going to talk about the next Back to the Future installment at all, or no? Uh, I, I waited till the end of the episode to do it. I've been I've been wanting to do it for an hour. Unfortunately, it's not the exact same date as the election because I think uh, Back to the Future doesn't that happen on like twenty the twenty twentieth or twenty first of twenty first of October two thousand fifteen. That's the magic date. Something like that. Yeah. Need his ass, Doc Brown. Himself, is there a so. is there a new movie a new Lego movie coming out that's about I saw that on the Facebook today. It's a yeah. video game, I think. On yeah. the Facebook. Yeah, on the on Facebook. Facebook. On the Facebook. Card I saw that too. It's like every time I read a story about you and I'd see Chris Lloyd up there, I just I would just get so super excited. I'm like, oh, something's Lloyd, happening with Christopher Lloyd in Canada politics. But this is still pretty cool. I'm not disappointed that Imagine, uh, Christopher just, Lloyd from Taxi didn't show up. Final comment. Imagine if, like, all of a sudden, with no press or anything, on that date, they're like the new Back to the Future. Boom. Like, Boom. it'd be so cool. Like, no trailers, no anything. It's just suddenly in theaters. It's October 21st, 2015. Back to the Future 4. It's just there. That'd be, I'd, th- I feel like people would go bananas. And we're off track. And we're, and it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. No, no, it's absolutely not going to happen. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I'm sorry to be such a downer. No, no. <laughs> no, no, that was really it was good. It was really awesome. Thank you so much for coming out. Good. And just go plug yourself. Godspeed, sir. Go vote. Yeah, go vote. You jerks. Go vote. <laughs> Thanks so much. Sweet. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, Of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?